Hello, good people upon the planet of Earth. Welcome to You Are Worthy, the podcast whereupon which we speak of feelings, emotions, and all of things in between of them. My name is Michael Mookie Blakelock, otherwise known as Lil Mookie B, comedian, podcaster, influencer, person who sometimes seeks love where love is not to be found. If you know, you know. Welcome of today's podcast episode. Well, listeners, I think it is safe to say that it has been a challenging time of society, of the world, in these recent times. And I think you would agree with me of that, wouldn't you? You would. It is a smart observation, and it is correct. And you, in fact, do agree with that. And I think you will also agree that it has seemed at times that this difficulty will never end. Like we are stuck here in some sort of nightmare scenario dream that just keeps repeating of itself over and over again. Like one clever observation I have had is that this has all been kind of like the movie Groundhog Day, but like in a bad way. Like as if the movie Groundhog Day starring Bill Murray was in fact not a comedy movie, but actually it was a movie of horror. Like that is what the past year has felt like for you, of my opinion. And in the reality of this, I think any of us would have taken being in the comedy version of what is going on. I mean, I wish I could have laughed my way through all of this, but I could not. But seriously, Lil Mookie B, will this ever end? I'm glad you asked that question, because I have an answer to it. And that answer is the answer of yes, this will end. Or to say it in a specific different way, this Two shall pass. That has been an important mantra of mine. This too shall pass. A mantra, of course, for the uninformed being a thing that you say that helps you. And I think you would be quite surprised even to know that this has been a mantra of mine for some time now. Even before all of this madness of the world began. Lil Mookie B, this is a mantra you used to help you even before all of this? I am surprised to know that. I know. I literally just said that. And yes, it is true. Because this is an idea, believe it or not, that we can apply to any and everything that is difficult of us, large or small. Whatever you are going through right now, whatever uncomfortable or negative feelings you are feeling of the current moment, it will pass. Now, this may sound utterly crazy of you right now, but I urge you to keep listening to me. Because... When we are in these scary or bad situations, the feelings they conjure are so uncomfortable that we want them to end so very badly. So very badly so that we almost feel as though we cannot handle the situation at all. And time itself seems to slow down. And we feel like we are trapped. Trapped with inside of this bad feeling with no escape plan. And this could be something as large as a global pandemic of disease... Or as small even as, like, stubbing our toe. Like, whatever. Like, you probably stub your toe and are like, Why does this always happen to me? I will never be happy. Like, seriously. I can't believe that you do that. And it is that attitude that often keeps us in that bad feeling for even longer, believe it or not. But this is what I am talking about. And that is all to say that no matter the size of the situation or the gravity of the feeling... No matter how much you do not think this is true, it will pass. How do I know this? Well, first of all, therapy, of course. The amount of times I have brought my problems to Dr. Myra Delaney, problems that I thought I would never be of the other side of, 
and the amount of times I actually did get of the other side of those problems every single time. Are you as shocked by this as I am? That's right. The problems of your life that too shall pass by you and be of your rearview mirror is 100%. I am boasting of a 100% success rate. And you're probably saying of yourself right now, Lil Mookie B, you are starting to sound as if you want to sell me some sort of snake oil, but you are so wrong. Check out this clever way that I will prove my point of view. You are here. Pretty good, huh? You are here right now, in the flesh and blood, listening of my podcast. That means that you have survived every single difficult thing that has ever happened of you. And you are here to tell the tale of it. If you did not make it to the other side of any of your previous difficulties, you simply would not be here. Simply put as that, you would have succumbed to those difficult things like you thought you were going to at the time of them happening. But you didn't. Even those two shall have passed you by. And you are living proof that my point is correct. So the next time you are sitting around and feeling bad, remember all of the things I just said. It will pass. And while we always make it of the other side of these things, it is this perspective that I have given you that gets us there more quickly and gently than it would have if I had not helped you. Be patient. There will be more difficulties to come. There is no finish line of life where you have no problems anymore. Difficulty is a part of life. Life is difficult. And to get out of the woods, we must go through them. And when we emerge from within them, we will realize that we are capable of getting through anything. And you will appreciate the journey I took you on to get there. Gosh, I'm dropping truth bombs today. Okay, let's get the podcast started. But first, let's do some positiveness. Deep breath. I want you to grow today. But Lil Mookie B, I am already tall enough as it is. Not... what? What are you talking about? That's not what I'm... Did you really think I was talking about growing, like, the size of your body? No, listener, I am talking about growing emotionally, spiritually, intelligently, and in maturity. Things of that. Yeesh, you guys are too much sometimes. I want you to grow in the sense that I want your mind and spirit to expand beyond the point of where you currently are of. Like, you have only a limited amount of emotional and spiritual and other abundance, I guess I'll call it. And I am here as someone who has more of it than you to get you to have more of it yourself, if that makes sense. So I want you to think of where you are at of your life right now. Give yourself a grade of 1 to 10. 1 being like, I have no grasp of what I am like in any way. Like, I truly have no idea what you are talking about. Like, you might as well be talking in a German language. Like, that is how much I am at the bottom of this. And 10 being like, I am basically a spiritual guru who could teach classes or coach people or host a popular podcast about, like, emotions and whatever else of life. You most likely lie somewhere in between of those. So take a moment and think of where you're at. Got it? Good. 
Now I want you to imagine that number, whatever it is, as your enemy. Like it is your actual nemesis. Your number one antagonist. The bane of your actual existence. Because staying where we are is the enemy of progress. If we stay where we are, we do not change. But if we move in a forward direction away from that thing, we do change. Make sense? Here is how we do that. We look at ourselves exactly as we are in this moment, and we say goodbye. That's right. We are laying to rest the person we are right now because we have gotten to know this person a little too well, a little too intimately. It is time to kill the person we are now and move forward away from them and become the person we are supposed to be. And that person is the person that I think you have the potential to become. So say goodbye to the person that is you right now. Say whatever last words or eulogy you have always wanted to say of this person who is you. And now, lower the casket. Pile upon the dirt. Lay flowers of the headstone. And let's grow forward. You're dead. And because of that, you are now alive. And as you walk into the sunset, knowing that when the sun rises tomorrow, you will be a person who has very much gone through a significant growth. As you open your eyes on a new day and as a new you, hear me say these words as you awaken. You are brave. You are strong. You are beautiful. You are courage. You are light. You are loved. You are worthy. With Lil Mookie B. Loyal listeners, please lend me just one moment of your time so that I may tell you of a podcast that I love, from a band that I love, Don't Stop or We'll Die, a rock band that you are no doubt familiar of, with funny weird songs such as I Got a Perm for My Camping Trip and Where Can a Nerd Find an Egg That's Square. Blood is also a personal favorite of mine, among many others. Lil Mookie B, you are into music and art? Of course I am, why would you ask that? And Don't Stop or We'll Die is one of my favorite bands, aka artists. So it is of great excitement of me to tell you that they have a new weekly podcast called Song A Week, where co-hosts and Don't Stop or We'll Die songwriters and collaborators Michael Cassidy and Paul Rust, close personal friends of mine, debut a brand new, fully produced song every Wednesday upon Wednesday. No, your speakers have not busted. You heard that correctly. A brand new song every single week. Now that's hustle. We're talking brand new songs, such as A Flower in My Garden. I got a flower in my garden. He got a little bit of attitude. Among many others, Song a Week comes to you in bite-sized episodes that are less than 20 minutes apiece. The podcast is produced by Tony Thaxton with all songs produced by Amin Zarukian. And be sure to check out Song a Week upon Patreon over at patreon.com slash don't stop or will die for extra special goodies like monthly bonus episodes, downloadable tracks, and more hilarious and awesome musical gems. Don't Stop or Will Die is the real deal, ladies and gentlemen. They transcend the pee-pee-poo-poo. And if Lil Mookie B loves it, so will you. Check out Song a Week of Don't Stop or Will Die and tell them Lil Mookie B sent you.
Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the interview part of the podcast. You know, it's of no surprise to you that I'm out in the world finding like-minded individuals, and this is somebody, an individual whose mind is much like mine, in that his focus is of health and wellness. He's a health and wellness consultant, and he's developed a system called Organizing Your Within Box. I already love the name. I can't wait to ask him what it means and dig real deep inside of it. So please welcome health and wellness consultant Maurice Zilla. Maurice, welcome of the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And, um, you know, I am, I'll be totally honest with you. I am new to this world. Uh, I've kind of pivoted ah, into health and wellness. And so welcome, welcome. I am hoping to steal a couple of tricks from you today as well. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we can learn from each other. You know, I spend a lot of my time having people learn of me and I would love to learn of you and, and welcome of the community. Uh, you know, you're going to love it here. That's all I can say. <laughs> you're really going to love it. Yeah, I think I am going to love it, and at the very least, I'm going to like it a lot, Yeah, is what I yeah. would say. Yeah, sort of that part in the movie where the person says, I think I'm going to like it here. That's sort of the real-life application mm-hmm, of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and But this movie has, the runtime is infinity, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Sort of like... Um, uh, Avengers Endgame, if I could make a joke. Oh my gosh, yes, mm. because that movie was very long. It was, yeah, it was too long in my opinion. But Maurice, you're a health and wellness consultant and your system, I kind of want to dive right into it here, right off the bat, is uh, organizing your within box. Yeah, This is the system you have developed and you know i'm gonna let you explain it because i don't know anything about it but you know i was made privy to it by listeners they're going you got to check out this guy's stuff little mookie b this guy's doing stuff that's right in your wheelhouse so what is organizing your within box i know about organizing my inbox of my oh good oh well then that's gonna make this easy because this is very much it's very sort of based off of email electronic mail all that stuff and oh wow you know we have been emailing each other so i was like i think he's going to get this yeah yeah i sort of yeah i don't need any kind of explanation of email that's something i've been doing for a long time and it's very easy for me to sort of reply all forward things of that you know make a new folder that i put all of my you know uh, rent receipts of or whatever you know what i mean i'm just saying yes 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 all of that is applicable to applicable to what i do now um and basically you know i used to be more in the corporate world and i did Mm. a lot of uh you know i was what's called a workflow consultant and i would go into big corporations and help them you know, help their employees find ways to be a little bit more efficient, you know? Wow. And um, I took a brief hiatus from doing that after an incident where I, you know, created $15,000 worth of uh, computer damage at Abercrombie and Fitch. And um, then I decided to take a little break and just sort of focus on myself. And what I, I realized was, is I was letting my emotional inbox get a little full, you know, mm. it, the, it, it was getting too full. It was sure. sort of, I mean, it's sort of with computers, it's unlimited, you know what I mean? It's sure, yeah, yeah. you can have in there, but in terms of your heart and your mind, I think mm. you want to keep them cleaned out. Yeah. You've got a limited amount of storage space. Yes, you know. and you can't buy more storage space, you know? No, it's no, not you an certainly can't. For our uh, flesh and bone-based bodies, and so... Sure, yeah. So uh, what I started doing is, is I started thinking of, you know what? 
my heart and what's going on with me and my mind isn't that different from email, really. If you think of oh. all of the emotions that you experience throughout the day as little mm -hmm. emails from yourself. Interesting. So, you know, I love that, you know, there's there's people that don't do what we do, are not in the health and wellness and mental health field who, you know, sometimes need a sort of visualization to go, what are you talking about in terms of my own inside of my head and my mind and my brain? Like, you know, I love that we can use this metaphor that you can use this metaphor of saying, okay, look, I get that you don't get this. You know, when you sit down and you have a bunch of emails piled up and it stresses you out, that's what it's like in your head, except it, the emails are your brain and, and vice versa. Do, do you know what I mean? It's exactly that. And you basically yeah, yeah. have kind to of just exactly what you just said. And then, but then I said it. Yes. And I would even say that it's what I said, but what I liked about what you said mm, is that me. it is almost as if you were hearing what I had to say yep. and then you were saying it back to me in a way yep. that was similar, but in a way that showed me that you heard what I had said the first time. I think you're right on, my friend. And that yep. is like That's just exactly a conversation, it. you know? Yeah, where exactly. You say something, I say it, then you say it, then I say it. That to me of is course. good conversation. It shows that I'm a good listener and not to talk about myself too much here because we do want to talk about you, but there are some conversations where you'll say something, you know, or let's not say it's you and me. Let's say it's other people because I don't do this and I don't think you do either, okay. but where two people are talking to each other and one person says, Hey, what if we blah, blah, blah. And then the other person goes, yeah, Hey, but also what if we blah, blah, blah. And they say the same thing. And it's because they're not listening. Yes. But the, re but what with me doing it is because I am listening and I just want to, you know, let the listeners sort of learn by my example yeah you're doing the good version of the of, the, yeah, of something that I could agree. be a bad thing but in this case it's a good thing i agree so uh your mind is like a, your email inbox and uh and and you've developed this system basically you're going about your day and you're having experiences and you're experiencing mm. an emotion and you have to decide well, I have this email. What am I going to do with mm. it now? You know, am right. I going to reply to the email right now? Or am I going to, you know, hit snooze on the email? And am I going to reply to it later? Or mm. am I going to, you know, delete the email? And, mm. you know, or another thing you could even do is you could say, I'm going to block this sender. You know, that mm. could be a thing you could mm. do. Or right. if the emotion you're feeling is, uh, I feel happy about this and you want somebody else mm. to be happy you might want to forward that email you know what i mean mm. to somebody yes. else and so that they have something that's a happy email in their inbox and sure, so on yeah. and you so could forth. you could archive an email as well i love that and that is mm. exactly what i like to do in terms of uh emotions and memories that I want to hold on to and I want to revisit again, I'll do something that I call making a folder inside my body and I will wow. make that folder and I will give it a label. And so maybe let's say I am feeling um, so, so um, chilly. You know, that's an emotion, okay. right? Chili. Uh, I think it's a physical sensation, but I think we can run with it. Okay. You're talking about like your your body is feeling cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, the emotion sure. of I'm cold and I'm shivering. 
Okay, so yeah, I, I would call that a discomfort. But if you want to call it chili, that's fine. It is your system. Well, let's say, okay, so maybe I'll have a um, a folder called discomfort. And under that, I'll nest another folder under there sure. called chili. And okay, I'm great. feeling chili. That. And I'm going to put this email in there so that the next time I'm feeling chili, I can go, when was the last time I felt chili? And then, and then I'll be able to, I'll have it and I'll remember it. And then in the process of remembering it, does that, um, you know, help you get through the emotion, the, the discomfort, anything like that, the chilliness? You know, what, what is the filing away of the email emotion? Um, you know, wh where does it, at what point do we deal with it? Do you know what I mean? I think, you know, it's just always good to have a paper trail, you know, like let's say your boss is like, you did you destroy fifteen thousand dollars worth of uh, computers at this place? Like I'll be able mm -hmm. to like go back into my email and say like, well, here are some hurtful things to you said you said to me on the morning before I went in there for my for my um, mm. my work okay. consulting. So you're sort of finding um you're you're going to the root of the problem. You're saying this is where this started, you know, can we make this better? You're, you're, you're taking the email to your boss and saying, look, here's why, here's evidence why I might have destroyed $15,000 worth of computer equipment at Abercrombie & Fitch. Can we talk about it? Like, we're getting the conversation started. We're getting the ball rolling. We're getting the wheels turning and the gears grinding of starting to get on the other side of this uncomfortable emotion. Yeah. Would you say that what I said is correct? Yeah, I would say, you know, it's really like you just want to be able to point back to sort of the, the you want to have a paper trail for your mm. own emotions in terms of what you felt and why you were doing things and sort of maybe what was the root cause of them. I see. So so we're creating a system to uh, refer back to, it, it's sort of the opposite of like, of letting go. Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, when you're using, let's toggle out of the metaphor now and let's just go into regular emails, you know? Okay, If great. somebody is sending you an email about your podcast, let's say, you know, right. Uh, sure. it, it's a, it's your, it's a Happens producer, it's a producer that's saying like, Hey, I think we should talk about, um, yep. uh, 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 where we're advertising this and yeah, you yeah, yeah. didn't reply to that email. Okay. Would that be a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I guess it depends on what the advertiser, the producer is coming to me with. You know what I mean? If it's something big, like, you know, uh, you know, Casper mattress or something like that, I'm replying immediately. If it's right. something like. I don't know. Hey, someone else's podcast or something. I don't know. I mean, maybe I might let that sit for a few days, you know? Right. But it, it, you are then at least dealing with it. You know what I mean? You are sort of, you got to read the email. When it comes oh, okay. to your own emotions, you have to read the email. You might not, you don't have to reply right away. You don't have to do okay. something with it, but you have to. So you're to. saying in either, either scenario, I have, I have um, addressed the issue. I guess, yes. Yes. There are some things that are, you know, it's really on an em email by email basis when you're, uh, when you're dealing with emotions, you know? Mm, yeah. Like, it's not black and white. I, I understand. Like sometimes you get an email, sometimes you get an emotion that that's just, it's just spam. It's just nothing, you mm -hmm. know? And, and it's sort of um, not something that you have to deal with because someone got access to your email address um, maybe through a buggy website or something. Mm. Uh, and by buggy website, of course, I mean, um, 
God, what do I mean by that? Hold on, I mean something by that. I see where you're going. You do? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I'm not going to help you. I'm going to let you get there yourself, okay. but I do see where you're going. Oh, okay. Well, I, it's good to know that you're on the other side sort of guiding me as like a beacon. Let's not worry about it. Let's say, let's say um, you, have it, you, you, feel, um, you feel angry about something and, okay. and, and you want to just sort of really live in the moment and feel that feeling so that, you, mm. so that it doesn't bubble back up again later. Yes. That's an email that maybe you print out. Almost like really tangibly putting it in your hand and saying like, this anger is something that I just like, I'm angry right now. And I'm, I'm picking up my computer. I'm plugging in the USB. I'm, I'm hitting command P mm -hmm. I'm hitting print and I'm, I'm, I'm tacking it up on the wall. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like I am angry. Uh huh. And some people, you know, they have a, a wireless printer and you mm. got to turn it on. And then it's not connecting to your Wi-Fi. So then you know you have to turn it off and you have to turn it on again. And then it connects and then you print it out and then you have the email and then you feel the anger and then you're processing the anger. It's just, it's just about going through the steps that fit with your hardware. And when I say hardware, I mean you as an individual and your body mm. and, and your brain. Got it. Yes, our meet computers. In it's not computers. It's different than computers. Oh, okay. It's sort of Sorry. based on computers, but it's based. It's really. I'm talking actually more about emotions. But you know, we a lot of people in in our world are buying computers from you know the Apple Store. You know, mm. so they're all kind of the same, right? Because sure. they're all made by the same company. Right. But when it comes to organizing your within box, the mm the email client that you're running on those computers, those computers being your body, are a little bit different. It's like, what if the Apple Store, what if there were billions of different Apple Stores and they all made different computers? And some of them worked really well and some of them worked really efficiently. And then some of them seemed like they were working well, but really inside there was just a swirl of, of bad uh, 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 processors and stuff, and it's catching on fire right in the middle of the Abercrombie and Fitch uh, presentation. You know, like there's like uh. these sort of every computer is different in that way. So it seems as though, um, if I'm hearing you correctly, you know, these, um, this organizing your within box sort of, um, system or idea is very much directly almost one to one completely. Um, drawn from your experience as a person who worked in, uh, you know, computers, a, a workflow consultant as you used to be, uh -huh. you know. Um, okay, you know, I'm getting, I, much... I am getting an email here right now. Uh, okay. And I'm getting a, an email and I just want to read it. And yes, I am, okay. I feel a little angry about the one-to-one -one thing because it isn't, okay. that is what I used to do. And I'm actually trying to put that in the rear view because just sort of being so focused on efficiency and workflow and buzzwords and sort of in that corporate structure, I found it to be very draining. And so mm. now I'm sort of taking it into, I'm trying to take myself into a place where I'm taking better care of myself and I'm taking, mm. uh, helping other people take care of themselves. And this is like kind of a, a whole different thing in my opinion, you know, and, and I do apologize if you took what I said incorrectly as you did, but, um, so I know, replied, I to the uh, email I, I got by okay. talking to you about it. And then okay. did so you this, get okay. the email? Did you get that email? Okay. Yes. Yeah, so uh, if I'm, uh, if I feel, if I think I'm doing this correctly, I did. So it seems as though my inbox has just gotten one new email from Maurice Zilla 
RE what I said about your um organizing your within box method uh-huh. being one to one very similar to um actual emails as a workflow consultant. Yes. So I did receive of your email. Okay. Okay. And, and and so now I would like to um reply to that email. Okay. If if you would indulge me of this. Sure. And say um hey Maurice um you know thanks for your email um you didn't let me finish. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I am getting that email. Okay. And now uh it's actually I'm getting another email and I'm feeling a little bit of shame. And so okay. I'm going to take that email and I'm going to just uh delete that email and I'm going to reply back to your email and mm. I'm going to say please why don't you continue with sort of your assessment of my program. But please remember that I need this and that my career is on the line here. Mm. Is what okay. I say. Great. My new career. And great. So I guess uh, my email back to finish my earlier thought, and I guess we'll maybe just not talk about emails right now, is just to say that, of my opinion, it does feel as though, uh, you know, you're organizing your within box is very similar to uh, sort of the email work that you did as a workflow consultant. I, I think it's great that you, uh, you sort of have harnessed the skills that you previously had, that you maybe got a degree in. I don't know necessarily about your past. Maybe you can tell me, but... You know, at what point did this idea come to you? At what point did you go, well, I have this skill and I have this other thing that I want to do, which is health and wellness. What if I combine those two things and create a whole new method to help people? Mm -hmm. That doesn't sound as bad as what you thought, right? No, I don't think so. Yeah, no. When did I do it? Yeah, or at what point did you you go, did, did the spark with inside of yourself go, oh... I can link these two things. I can make, I could take these two things, one thing that I want to do and one thing that I know to do, put them together and create a new system for people to help with their mental wellness, mental wellness, mental wellness and health. I think it was um, shortly after I was sort of uh, asked to take a little bit of an involuntary break from the old, my old job. Mm. And that was at Abercrombie and Fitch? That was, uh, I just worked for a consultant firm that worked with many companies and Abercrombie and Fitch was one of them. I see. Um, and so at that point, I sort of had to stop and sort of reassess and go, what's going on with me inside? Mm, and at that point, I, I was that. feeling really sad. Sure. And every day when I woke up, it felt like I'm feeling pretty sad again. And then I was kind of um, hitting snooze on all of those emails. Uh, mm-hmm. But they were still resurfacing after a while. And I was like, you know what? I think it is time that I finally sort of acknowledge these right now mm-hmm. and reply to them mm-hmm. and um, just get organized, get organized inside. And so yeah. that's that's what really inspired me to do that. I love that. I love that. I love that. And that's that's exactly what I was looking for. And I think that's so great. And I'm very, uh, you know, proud of you, uh, Maurice, uh, not oh, to <laughs> make you gush you. or anything. Um, so you've developed this system. How do you hope to get it to people? Is You know, it, can people come to you and go, Maurice, my life is falling apart. I have so many emotions. I don't know what to do with them. My, uh, you know, my inbox is overflowing. <laughs> so to say, you know, like what, what would you do to help people? Are you reaching out to people? Is this just something that you are sort of like 
doing for yourself and I'm just putting out there? Like, are you, do you have a company now that, you know, uh, uh, helps people with their mental inboxes with their, with their within boxes? Yeah. Well, what I do, it's sort of, I guess it's close to sort of like therapy or life coaching Mm, or any of those sorts of things. Yeah. But basically what I do is I do a little bit of, um, I need to observe sort of what's going on with you and your inbox for a while. Right. Um, and so and how would they, you do that? Well, I ask you to um, kind of share your screen with me, sort of. Okay. Not real, not so actually a literal screen. Sure. Um, and to do that, I just sort of move in to, to your house with you or your living space. Um, okay. And just every time you're feeling any sort of emotion, I have you send me an actual physical, literal email about that. And okay. then I create a email folder in my actual physical email, not my emotions. And I okay. sort of organize all those things. And then I sort of take a look at, after a couple of days, what sorts of emotions are coming in. And then I got them all organized. And then I print them all out. And then I give them to you. And we sort of walk through them in a binder. And then I we see. sort of talk about them. And... I have found that the act of writing the email and then sending them to me and then me printing them out makes the emotion somewhat more tangible for the person. And then okay. they get a better sense of, oh, I am sort of seeing this pattern happen. I am seeing that I see. pattern happen. I see. So you're working with these people. They're sending emails when you have an emotion. I'm wondering what is the part of it that where you have to live in their house with them? <laughs> well, I want to be able to just get a sense of... You know, sort of the authenticity of all these emails, and just you, like you, say, you, you, you know, couldn't live separately from these people and just have them send you an email to where you live. You know, I kind of love that. That seems kind of fun, and that seems like something that I think I will try. Just because okay. this is so. I mean, new. it's your business. I just this is just I'm just clarifying for the listeners. There is something for me that I feel like I like to just get in there and see how the company and i'm doing air quotes because i know this is a podcast and i'm saying for the listeners he just did air quotes with his fingers um you know i just know that like it's just it it, it helps it's part of it for me to sort of see where is this company located at And by the company i mean person you know and what sort of like good spots are there for lunch around that company since i'm here doing Mm. a job i like to see that um, is there parking? The, I guess these don't really help the client as much as me. I just, the thing I liked about my old job before I mm. flamed out in sort of a really horrific sort of public meltdown where I was just absolutely thrashing computers and kicking them in and destroying them. Mm. Um, one thing I really liked about that was traveling. And so mm. I was like, how can I get that to be a part of my new job? And I was like, well, you know what? Maybe I should really just like get it, get some get boots on the ground and get in there and be with the people, you know? Okay. Sort of a hands-on approach. Yeah. Yeah. And I have noticed a couple people sort of walking around in the background of your zoom. Are you at someone else's house right now? Yes. And I am. Yeah. And, and, and what I've been trying to do is if you are interested in organizing your within box and you want to work with me, sure. You uh, send me a literal physical email, including pictures of your place and Mm. where you live. And if I have multiple clients going on at once, I'll try and go like, well, okay, well, this person has like a pretty nice big house and I'll try and get other clients to move into that house with them so that it's just easier for me 
and then I can sort of maximize my efficiency and my workflow if I can organize, if I can observe multiple people wow. uh, and, and their life at the same time. So. so it's almost as if you're like organizing people as well. You know what I mean? You're sort of putting everything. I, I, I'm, I'm the same way in, you know, my paper organization and things of that, you know, my work, getting my podcast together, editing stuff like that, where it's like, I need everything to be in one place, right? I need yes. everything to go, you know, this thing goes in here and this thing goes there. And that's kind of what it sounds like exactly what you're doing, except not only is it with uh, the thoughts and feelings within your head as emails, it's also with actual emails. And then it's also with the people who are sending you the emails about the emotions that are within their head. That's exactly what it is. And it's just, I can't be everywhere, but I Mm. want to help as many people as I can. So you come here and then we can sort of work that together because I'll be able to like see what's happening with you and then I can help you. Right. And then do you ever have any of those people come and live with you? Do you have a place to live? Uh, I do. Okay. Um, I don't like doing that as much because I am in the place where I live all the time. And sort Mm -hmm. of one thing that I love about this work is sort of getting to see how somebody else's company is is operating and just sort Mm -hmm. of the change of scenery and the change of pace. And I think... Sometimes, if you're someone who's just met me, and you know, I found that a lot of clients are a little bit hesitant when I say you should come live in my house with me, right? Now. Sure, yeah, understandably. Um, you know, and I'll be honest with you. Sometimes when I go, "Hey, give me your address. I'm going to come over there and live with you," they're not. They don't love that either. You know, mm, but I just right. say whatever emotion that's making you feel. Just put it in an email, yeah, email and print it out. It. I'm already on my way over there, you know? I love that. It's sort of just like, again, it's like you said before, you know, we take it email by email. We go, you know, maybe you're, uh, maybe you're pissed off at me right now. That's okay. Put it in an email, send it to me. We're going to work it out. We're going to print it out. We're going to work it out. We're going to do something with it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. There's no wrong way to deal with it as long as you're looking at your email. You know, you just have right. to really be acknowledging it and looking at the email. Do you feel as though your presence there maybe forces them to have emotions that they would not have otherwise had, like uh, anger or discomfort or, you know, like are you sort of, uh, you know, pulling back the the tarp and dusting off of the emotions that might be sort of sitting in the, um, well, I guess I'm doing an attic metaphor now and not an email metaphor. Are you um, peeling back the firewall and, you know, going, I don't know, I don't know a lot about computers, you know more than me. but You know, I, I think that there is a little bit of, if you are feeling angry that this person is in your living space and eating your food and they didn't say anything about that, that's interesting. Let's explore that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you're probably not only, I'm probably not the only person that you're getting angry to in this way. Mm. And it would be good to sort of explore your anger and understand it and understand its function and how it's serving you with me as a guest in your house, um, because that's going to help you better deal with that anger when you're dealing with someone else in your life, you know? Mm. So you're in these people's houses, you know, are they telling you when they feel an emotion and they need to, they're ready to send an email or are you, I mean, are you being in there and observing, are you going, Hey, seems like you're tired right now. Seems like you're chilly. You know, why don't you shoot me an email? At the beginning, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of me saying, you seem 
a little scared right now. You sure. seem a little upset. You seem You're a shepherding them a little bit. You're holding their hand and sort of going, this is how this works. And then over time, after they have had sort of that exposure from me, they're sort of able to do it on their own. I know I'm doing my job well when I get to a point where I am in a stranger's house and they are sending me emails and I'm reading the emails and replying to the emails in total silence. That's wow. how I know this is a healthy relationship that's mm. happening. Right so your your actual email inbox must be incredibly full. It is uh, it's busy. I won't say it's full <laughs> okay, okay. because I'm very good at keeping everything organized and I'm an inbox right. zero guy and I have everybody in their own separate emails and I'm able to do Great. that. But I would say, um, you know, we've been talking for about a half an hour and sure. I am absolutely terrified to look at my inbox when this is done uh, mm. because there is just going to be an overwhelming amount of uh, new emails in there that I have to sort of deal with and do something with for my clients. Are you saying because you're on my podcast right now or just because you had a, you took a half an hour to not look at your inbox? It's because I took I've taken a half hour to not okay. look at my inbox yeah. and I I mean you're I, probably going to get a big bump after when this airs in a couple of weeks. <laughs> you know, that's and and you're welcome of course, but I, I think what you're driving to is like doesn't that seem overwhelming in some ways? Mm, and yes. I think that's what happens with our emotions as well. And mm. so if you get to a point where you're like, you know what, I, I'm simply receiving too many emotions, that is when it's time to just get a new email address and stop mm. replying to the old email address and just never open it, never look at it again. And then now you have the new email address and you can sort of start over. Wow, that's big. That's a big move. So it's it's sort of like it's a healthy move. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, when one when one inbox has become too full with emotions and you know emails of of our problems sometimes we you know I, I guess I would liken it to sort of just saying like you know we're moving on we're setting a boundary with that email address and mm -hmm. we're saying you are done maybe it's an old email address maybe it's an old hotmail account that we've had for years and years that we've just never been brave enough to go maybe I should try gmail Sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to do that with everybody in your life and you have to just be honest and go, hey, I've been on Rocket Mail for a long time now mm. and nobody uses Rocket Mail anymore and I just want to know what's happening over there on Gmail. So this is my mm. new Gmail address. Yeah. Or, you know, sometimes it's like you came up with a funny name in college for your email but right. ultimately you are not former nba player minute bowl and you no longer go to the university of delaware and so right. that's not your email anymore your email isn't minute bowl at udel.edu and that what you're really saying to everybody in your life is is i'm not just a silly jokey person anymore now I am a professional, and so yes. I'm going to give time you to grow up. Maurice.zilla at gmail.com, and yes. I'm ready to be a grown-up now, you know? Simple and straightforward, and it, you know, people, it's, you're already coming into somebody's inbox with a certain amount of um, respect on your name, I think. Yes. That yes. you've given to yourself, really. Yeah. You, you know, it, it's like uh, you were given that University of Delaware email. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that was given to you by someone else who said, you are this, you are in a box, you are a college student, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I, I guess you chose Minute Bowl yourself. A anyways, I, you know, I'm just, yeah, again, but, you know but more you about know computers what? than me, but. Uh, someone did give me that. 
And that wow. was 17-year-old Maurice, you know? And so mm. I have to then go back and go, you know, I don't need to necessarily be answering a 17-year-old's email anymore. If anything, it would be very strange for me, a man in his 40s, to be looking at and reading a 17-year-old email at this point. Sure. Um, I of need course. to be staying in the moment, you know? And the yes. emails are never going to stop, you know, as, as especially if you keep giving out the email address. Right. But sometimes you just need to sort of reset, you need to reconfigure, and you need to, to, to um, rethink who can send you emails, who are you willing to get emails from in mm. terms of the people in your life, but also in terms of the emotions. That you're feeling and, and and is there anybody in your life now that you are saying like you, you know you mentioned before like sometimes you got to start over with a whole new email address are there people of your life where you say i am not receiving emails from you anymore i have you blocked right you are going straight to spam or you're going straight in the trash mm -hmm. yeah and i think the best thing uh, i think sometimes you're getting an email from a person that you don't want to get it from anymore, mm -hmm. you can tell them, you can sort of set that boundary. But sure. if they keep emailing you, yes, you might have to block them. And sure. you can't do that. That's the only function that you don't have for organizing your within box. I don't recommend blocking. Why, why not? Because the way our heart computers work is it, it, there's a bug in the system and um, they, the technology isn't there yet. I hope mm. that someday, you know, through, you know, maybe genetic manipulation or whatever, we can get there, you know, through CRISPR or whatever. You would be able to go like, I am not going to uh, feel sure. sadness anymore. But we're not there yet. And so right now, it, it block is not an option. Uh, mm. But if you get an email from your, from your anger and you're not replying to it it's going to be in there and they're just going to email you more and more and more and more sure. or they might start emailing you right in the middle of something important you know yeah i'm at this guy's house and i have six other people living there and i need to really be paying mm. attention to all of their emotions right now so okay. i can't have my anger bubble up um because then i'm gonna start you know uh kicking in windows and stuff and you know sort of Taking, yeah. taking, you know, taking, smashing computers, and taking a desk that's filled with lots of things and wiping everything off the desk and, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, I love that you mentioned the heart as part of the um, computer function uh, metaphor that you're mm -hmm. talking about, you know, that like, you know, the heart is, we, we can't forget that the heart is part of it. You know, we have our logical brains mm -hmm. where we file of our emails and things, but the heart is there too. And it has much it takes up a lot of uh, gigabytes of our. Again, I don't know a lot about computers, but it takes up are a lot sure? of. Are uh, you sure? Because what you're saying RAM. is all it, it, it is exactly what I, how I would describe it. Sure, I yeah. Think you're not giving yourself enough credit. But it's but it's the unpredictable, like you said, it's a bug. You know, it's the unpredictable part of the computer that is ourselves. It's the part that, you know, our brains, you know, say, of course I shouldn't, uh, you know, say this or do this, but sometimes our heart goes. Maybe you should. Maybe you just. Maybe your heart makes you smash a bunch of computers, and, and and then you end up suffering the consequences of that. You know, is there is there anything in your method or anything that you would recommend to you know sort of override the heart and make sure that, uh, or, or or is the heart you know an essential function of the entire uh, the entire system? I think the heart sends you emails, and it just wants to know that you've got the email. 
So I think your best bet is to reply and say, I know that you're feeling sad right now, and we will deal with this as soon as I can. That lets your heart know, well, he understands or she understands that I'm sad right now. They're going to get to it later. You're not leaving your heart hanging. Your heart sure. is a person that needs, it is like a person that needs a reply right away. Sure. You know? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So it's like the heart is where the the emotions come from. The heart is where those emails originate. You know, the heart is sitting away, type, type, typing away the emails, sending them to your brain. And it's sort of like, you know, the, the metaphor of real life is like your heart is the emotions. I don't think I'm getting it right, but you know, just the heart is the hardest part of it. The, the, heart, heart, has, the, the, the heart has a computer and I would say the brain has a smartphone, you know, mm. and that, and, and I would say like all of your body parts, you know, like your feet, your feet have, um, you know, did you ever hear of a jitterbug phone before? For old people, or sometimes oh, for yeah, kids, oh yeah, sort of and like it's a, a large, it's bigger it's a large and it's, phone for people who don't know how to use phones. You know, and you really you can really only do like texting on it. Like your feet just have a jitterbug; they can just go. Okay, you know, I'm I hurt, I'm hurting now. You know, and that's right. it. Um, but gotcha. your your feet have some type of phone, and really all all of your body parts. Some of them don't. Some of them don't. Some things like your hair, you can't get an email from your hair. And right. that's, that is a thing that commonly comes up with a lot of my clients where they feel like, what is, I feel like I'm not communicating with my hair. I feel like my hair is trying to send me emails and I'm just not getting them for some reason. Mm. No, I promise you there hasn't yeah. been a mix up. Your hair did not lose your email address. Yeah. Your hair simply does it is not on. They're not online. You know, exactly. They're you not get online. Rid of they're your hair. The, yeah, you could get rid of your hair and, you know, nothing would change. You know what I mean? Like you could get rid of your feet and nothing would change. The brain and the heart are essential. If you get rid of one, the other goes and you're dead. You know what I mean? Same with like, I don't know if maybe like the, your kidneys or your liver or just other things that are sort of important. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh Have my functions. God. They, you know, your kidneys and your liver those guys will write letters, you know, and so it takes a little right. bit longer. But sure. and when you get those, you're kind of like, well, what do I do with this now? And sometimes you can't really read it. And then you have to sort of go to some to an expert to sort of help you look at it. And the doctor is so good at reading letters from hearts or kidneys mm. or stuff. So that's like another thing where it's like sometimes, sure. yes, the emotions are emails that you should sort of read. Sometimes. Oh, but, but this is another important thing with the system that I just think is really so easy to use and easy to follow. And mm. I, I, I don't want to say that right up front because it feels weird, but I feel like now that we're this deep into it, I think your listeners can hear this is easy breezy. It's something you're just going to be able to just absorb because it's not at all complicated, but sure. Yeah. I, I, I think I've been, sometimes you. you will get emails, which are emotions that are coming from your heart and, or also sometimes they're coming from your brain mm. and you can't read the email. Or you can read, you got the email and it's one of those ones where it's like, this is just all nonsense, right. sort of gibberish, uh, or it's like in a font that's too small. And sure. then you have to go to a therapist, an actual licensed therapist, not like mm. me. And they are going to help you read the email and they uh, have yes. a program where they can sort of translate what it is or they have... Um, the ability to sort of like, oh, you know what? The problem is it's in this font. I'm going to sort of highlight it all. 
go up to font, change the font so it's in a different font. Now, suddenly, you can read the email. You know what right. I mean? So you're saying those emails that you receive sometimes that are confusing that might say, you know, um, hey, Maurice, I am wanting your hot meat. You know, please, I I am in your area. Call me, you know, click this link. That that maybe isn't just some kind of trash. It's just it's just something that's confusing us. And we can take that of a therapist. And I love that you mentioned that, of course, upon my podcast and go, what does this mean? And sometimes it's nothing. And sometimes it's like, this is actually a real email from somebody who like wants to have sex with you. Do you yes. know what I mean? Yes. And the therapist. Because I always get confused when I get those emails. I'm like, is this somebody that like I could like that would want that is like interested in me sexually or like is this just like well some because weird they have thing? your name so how did they get my name if they don't exactly. know exactly or sometimes it'll be like the name that that email is coming from is like Sarah and you're like I did know a Sarah in college so yeah, it could yeah. be that Sarah she's yeah, just being like, weirdly anonymous now with her email address but yeah hey I get that I have to yeah, change my email address all the time I'm getting of billions of emails all the time so of course I don't want to just write this off as this is just, you know, some weird spam thing. Like, I, you know, if there's an opportunity to like hook up with someone who's emailing, who's reach, who's attracted to me and reaching out to me, like I want to make sure before I just delete it. Do you know you, what I mean? It, it, it's only that's smart. It's only smart to sort of really go through every email with the person at, you know, the e that works for the email client that you've subscribed to, which is what mm. the therapist is in this sort of metaphor. And, you know, sometimes it is just promotions. You know, sometimes it's sure. merely just you bought something from Bath and Body Works and now you're getting an email from Bath and Body Works. But really, that's just your mind remembering, oh, wow, I really loved when I got that bath bomb that time. It smelled so good. I want to get it again. You of know? course. Yeah. And it's Yeah. It's like it's like if going you don't like therapist. it anymore. Suddenly now you unsubscribe from that. You know, of course. Of course. Yeah. It's like going of your therapist and going, hey, this person said something to me in passing and it felt like they were trying to insult me. And your therapist is like, that's nothing dude, like, dude, that's nothing. And you're yes. like, oh, right. Of course, it's nothing. The 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 wires and the microchips of my brain are going so rapidly that it's, you know, it's processing so much information of one time that, you know, sometimes you need. Um, and again, I'm going to repeat this for a third time. I do not know much about computers, but sometimes you need to have whatever person fixes computers to come and fix that part of it. And it, it sounds like that person is you. That person is me. Yeah, mm. I'm basically, I'm, I'm the genius of the genius bar, you know? Wow. And just like when your computer is broken, you have to have the person just sort of get in there and look around and take a look. And I wish it was as easy as I'm going to make an appointment, you know, for 2.30 and maybe I'll go get lunch at the place in the mall near the genius store before I go over there. Mm. I wish it was that easy. But mm. if you really want to sort of get into your emotions and how they're operating and how they're running, you're probably going to have to have me come live in your house for a while. Okay. So, so Maurice, if somebody needed, needed you to come and, uh, you know, take a look, you know, live in their house and take a look of their email and sort of get their within box organized, where could they find you to, uh, sort of patronize of your services? I do not have a website right now. Wow, I'm and shocked by that. something that I am working on. That seems like the one thing you would have, but I love that you're kind of, you know, thinking outside of the box here. Yeah, there is something where um, 
just getting into that sort of that aspect of web design and stuff, I don't, I, I, I mm. it just brings me back to my old life a little bit too much in a way where I just don't love that. Maybe that's an email you need to send to yourself one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That is something I Thank have you. to do. And you know what? Now that I think about it, I think maybe I've been sort of blocking that particular email and I have to reply to it or deal with it or mm. print it. Mm. Um, uh, well, in your own time. Uh, and I and I don't have an email right now also because uh, wow, it does again, I'm feel shocked. like I am or oh, I do, but I'm not giving it out to people because I am getting too many emails from the clients that I do currently have. Mm. But I do have a P.O. box and okay. I would encourage people to write me at my P.O. box um, and I'll put it I'll send it to you um, through the okay, mail. Yeah. And we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, oh, you're going to mail it to me. Notes, yeah. Okay, off air, I'll give you my, my, my home address. Okay, great. Perfect. That would be great. the best way for people to get in touch with me. Okay, so listeners, check of the show notes. Uh, we'll tweet it out for uh, Maurice Zilla's uh, P.O. box if you want to contact him and have him uh, you know, organize your within box. I, I think it's great what you're doing and I admire it so much. And, um, you know, uh, I, I, it's, it, it's just another way of approaching mental health and wellness that I think is great. We need more of, we, we need, we need more guys like you and me out there. Oh, thank you. I agree. You're welcome. I agree too. Thank you for being upon the podcast. I'm going to ask you the question that I ask all my guests. Do you feel worthy? I do feel worthy. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that. All right, Maurice. I love you. All right. Thank you. I love you too. Hi, Mookie. Thanks for taking my call. My name's Tony and I'm in Texas. The problem I'm having is with my partner. Um, she likes to call me names, kind of mean names, and it uh, kind of breaks me down, makes me question my self-worth, my value. And really, I just don't know what to do about the name she calls me. She calls me mean sometimes. She tells me that I'm unkind, that I'm unwilling to be kind and, and share things with her. And really, I just don't know what to do, how to handle it. Um, I'm feeling really down in the dumps because of it. And I could just use any advice that you'd give me. Thanks so much, Mookie. I appreciate it. Hello, Tony, and thank you for your call. Sounds like you are going through a tough situation with your partner right now. And let me first say, of course, that you do have worth and value. No matter what anyone says of you. No matter who you are or what you have done, no matter what opinion you may have of yourself, you are worthy. That is not just the name of the podcast for the sake of having the name of the podcast. It is a true statement for every human being upon the planet of Earth, including you, Tony. So your partner is saying that you are unkind and unwilling to share things with her, calling you names as you described it. But is she calling you names? Or is she giving you criticism of your relationship that may be hard for you to hear? And please know that it is totally valid to feel hurt. And these things very well may be being said of you to be hurtful. In which case, I would urge you to remember that painful things said of you by others comes from their own deep-rooted pain themselves. Hurt people hurt people is a phrase that comes to mind. And I believe that the way to approach that always is empathy and compassion and patience for whatever this person is going through and has gone through. And while you can find as much compassion and patience of this person that is being hurtful of you as possible, it does not mean that you have to tolerate that which is intolerable. But in situations like these, we must also look of ourselves as well. 
As hard as it may seem, we must recognize our own responsibility of our own problems. Is your partner's anger and bad feelings toward you rooted in any truth? Not to say that in any way you are a bad person, but maybe she does feel as though you do not communicate with her and share things. That you are closed off instead of opened up. If you can be very honest of yourself in this moment, do you feel those things may be true? Even if it is not your intention to do them? And maybe she has trouble expressing those feelings in any other way than anger, because perhaps she was not taught of an early age to react with compassion and patience as I am asking you to do. There are clearly things you both want from the other, and it seems as though there is a communication barrier in between of you. And so while we are not able to change how other people act and behave, we can change the way that we ourselves approach these situations with these people. Better for one of you to be approaching this with patience and compassion than none of you. One out of two ain't bad tone. Otherwise, there is no patience and compassion from either side at all. And you are in the red in terms of patience and compassion. I think that's a good place to start. Listen to what your partner has to say and be honest about how you are feeling of her. I know you're sick of hearing me say this, but perhaps therapy is something that could help you. Individually and possibly even together, possibly even. So Tony, you are brave for asking for help and you are worthy no matter the outcome. Keep doing your best and good luck to you and your partner. Another rep in the can. <laughs> if you would like me to answer of your life advice questions from the perspective of therapy on the airwaves, you can call me upon 424-245-5477. Again, that's 424-245-5477 and leave of me a voicemail. You can also write your questions to me at youareworthypod at gmail.com. You can purchase Lil Mookie B merch at Tee Public. T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, mugs, and more. Children's clothes. Dress your children up in Lil Mookie B merch and show everybody how cool you are. Go to tpublic.com slash user slash Lil Mookie B. That's tpublic.com slash user slash Lil Mookie B. If you would like to support of this podcast, you can visit anchor.fm slash Lil Mookie B slash support and make a monthly donation to keep this podcast upon the airwaves. That's anchor.fm slash Lil Mookie B slash support. Please listen, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else upon platforms of which you, yes, you, listen to podcasts. And please rate and review us five stars. I don't, I, I just, would you just, please, please. You can follow me on social medias, at Lil Mookie B, across all platforms, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. That's L-I-L-M-O-O-K-I-E-B. You can also follow You Are Worthy Pod. Our podcast theme song is an original composition upon me, Lil Mookie B, in collaboration of Midi Keys and Maya, the Garage Band drummer. Thank you for listening and keep continuing to be worthy. Happy trails!
This has been a Little Mookie Bee production in association of Pink Hoodie Media.